Hello there, welcome to the second episode of the book reviews that I am covering. In this episode, we're going to be talking about The Alchemist, written by Paulo Coelho, a Brazilian author and lyricist. And this book is very successful, as according to Google, 150 million copies have been sold across different languages and... Yeah, why did I choose to read this book? Um, I've heard it recommended <laughs> multiple times through different sources, and the story seemed very interesting. And I'm also very into self-improvement books, and this one approached it from a fictional uh, approach. And I'm not really the type of uh, fictional stories, but this one really was really interesting. Um, so... the. Alchemy actually means the medieval forerunner of chemistry based on the supposed transformation of matter. Um, it was concerned particularly with attempts to convert base metals into gold or to find a universal elixir. Occult sciences such as alchemy and astrology. Anyway, basically taking taking whatever it is that you find as a base metal and turning it into gold. Um, that is the definition of alchemy. So, moving into the book, we meet a kid by the name of Santiago from Spain. And Santiago is a, uh, a shepherd or a sheep herder who leads sheep all day, every day. Our boy is... Uh, <laughs> It's so interesting. It's like, after I read it, I was like, fuck, I was leading sheep too, you know? But anyway, uh, Santiago is just a simple man from Spain, or a boy. I think he was like 20, 20-something years old in the story. Um, and he lived most of, most of his life conforming to his crowd as his father was a shepherd. His mother was as well. And I think his father's before that, or that's how the story goes. But yeah. Um, one day he decides to actually take an approach and find his personal riches. He meets a gypsy woman who insists for him to travel out to the Middle East, where he is promised to find those riches. Uh, as he moves towards the Middle East and he embarks on his journey, he meets a king who provides these magic stones uh, that have two words on them, yes and no, and... Yeah, he's now in the Middle East, and he is looking for his riches. Uh, he actually hits a roadblock as he learns from one man that the land that he needs to go to is in Egypt, and the funds he does not have <laughs> at the moment to fund for his uh, trip through a caravan, a caravan back in the day or back in the Middle Eastern days is when you'd have like a whole convoy of people moving uh, moving themselves through the desert and using camels to move their uh, personal personal items. It was pretty pretty insane looking at it. But um, yeah, so he hits a roadblock and he realizes that he needs money. He actually stops by this uh, in this town where he meets this uh, glass store owner like who this guy who makes um like glass pieces like fine drinking glasses and whatnot and in the store 
Santiago agrees, or the Santiago, he negotiates with the shop owner to keep him on for a year. And the shop owner actually had like very slow business until Santiago came about as he realized that there are different ways to make sales if we do this thing or if we do this like for example in the shop like he noticed that it was kind of dirty so he'd take his time clean the glasses and he came up with a business idea to attract customers by offering them tea and uh santiago does this for a year and the shop owner after he met santiago has actually pocketed more profit from just meeting this kid who gave like three ideas and remember our boys from spain who used to lead sheep all day every day and there was one page in the in the book where he's sitting down and he's reflecting on everything he's done from this point to where he is now and uh he's smoking his shisha and he's sitting down there and he reaches into his pocket and he feels like all this money and then he realizes like yeah i'm just a kid from spain i was leading sheep and got all this money in my pocket and it was actually all the funds he needed to fund his trip to uh, Egypt to find his true riches. But what I took from that was like, yo, like this guy took a step. He went to a distant land and then he enriched someone else through his ideas and he became rich himself. And the shop owner, uh, he was described as a man who who was uh what was he he was an older guy and just i didn't think it mentioned his age but it just said he was old and he told santiago he had been doing the same thing for his whole life and then he never bothered to take chances or see new ways of doing business and then he came along and changed his perspective and the old man was very happy and from that moment, you see that Santiago was also in that position only like a year ago because he had stayed in the shop for a year. So it just goes to show like in that one little aspect of the book, like you just need to take that step, right? Anyway, um, so he then joins a caravan which moves through the desert and he meets an Englishman who is also in search of the alchemy secrets. And the Englishman actually not really like meant well, he mentors him, but he they they talk about the secrets of alchemy and he's on his quest to also find uh, this metal to turn into gold. Um, I'm, I have the book in front of me, but like I'm just like remembering basically everything what I read. Uh in the caravan they're traveling across the desert and he actually has a vision that a village was going to be attacked because uh it was the hot desert sand and he saw a mirage but he looked up and he saw uh two eagles flying in the air and then he he warns the caravan leader that there is a war coming and we must avoid this town and that town to save our women and children and uh turns out the prophecy or the vision that he had was true and he meets a warrior on a horse who actually rides up to the caravan at the middle of the night and takes him 
as he told him that he was the one who had the vision. And the warrior noticed that Santiago had something very special in him, and then the warrior takes him back to his camp, and they discuss about alchemy and the secrets to life. And the warrior mentions to him that riches are actually within you. And he leaves the camp of the warrior, and he actually does not find his riches. He actually runs into a group of other mercenary soldiers who notice that he's not from the land. And they beat him up, and they beat him up, they beat him up, and he's he's on the floor, he's, he's like, he's... He's dead, he's almost dead or close to dead, and he's bleeding and he's just struggling there. And then one of the warriors or one of the the tribesmen that found him was like, uh, you're not going to find your riches here. Well, he asked him, what are you doing here? And then he said, oh, I'm on my quest for riches and whatnot. And he's like, and he, and he grabbed him and he looked him at, at his face and he's like, huh, I tried to do that. And, and he mentions the hometown and the location of a treasure chest that he was looking for. And Santiago learns this, and then he has a just a, a strike of happiness in him, even though this guy's beaten down and he's like almost dead. He leaves the land in the Middle East, and he goes back to the same spot where the guy who beat him up in the Middle East told him about, and he digs it up, and he finds a treasure box full of gold. Um, so that's a basically a little summary about The Alchemist. It's a beautiful story. Um, you should read it on your own time, and hopefully the podcast episode helped you uh, get a little summary. Um, yeah, riches is in everybody, and it's just a matter of going through life and taking life's experiences. Um, even if you get a, if you got to get beat up once in a while, then... That's what leads you to uh, becoming rich, I guess. Anyway, um, that's the end of this one. Uh, guys, go please go and read The Alchemist. It, it's a beautiful book. Anyway, I'm out. Thank you.